0: Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us here today for the Spirit Anchor YouTube video series and for the Anchor.fm podcast series. My name is Kristen Schmidt Dykes, and I'm so excited that you've joined us. Our guest today is naturopathic Dr. Gail Wickhouse. Hi, Gail. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Thanks for asking. How are you doing, Kristen? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much. And I was hoping that you could tell our listeners and our viewers a little bit about your background as a naturopathic doctor and what led you uh, to exploring uh, this modality and working within the natural Catholic realm.
1: Well, thanks for asking. And as I've been thinking about it, I realize that this has been a lifelong journey for me. Uh, I started as a young child on an organic farm, so I really learned about good tasting food. My mother was a uh, worked for a doctor, and so I had access to a lot of penicillin, and ended up with a penicillin reaction. Mm. So. I started thinking, oh my gosh, I have to be very healthy because I can't go to the magic of penicillin. That's where I was at that time. And as I've grown, I've learned new modalities. My first alternative kind of thing was um, a chiropractor. And the chiropractor, he talked to me about food. And then after a while, going to him so often, I thought, I feel like I'm giving him my power and I'm giving him my money. And I'm saying, heal me, fix me. And I wanted to find out, is there something I could do? Could I be responsible for my own health? And that started me on another journey to find out what would be the alternative health field that I would want to go into. I became a naturopathic doctor and really loved it and still would dabble in getting fixed a little bit by a chiropractor and when my Atlas was put on correctly, I had a lot of discomfort, and it went on for a long long time. And then I found acupuncture, and that resolved all the health issues I was having with the Atlas piece, and I fell in love with all kinds of different modalities, but that was just part of the journey, Um, and it went on to other things as well.
0: Well, for those of us, or for the people out there that aren't necessarily familiar with what naturopathic means, can you give us a brief description of what that entails, like being a naturopathic doctor versus uh, allopathic versus traditional medicine?
1: Well, a naturopathic doctor believes that the body has all the ability to heal itself. And so if given the right tools, the right equipment it can make that change. So many of us are depleted in nutrients, or perhaps we don't take very good care of ourselves on what we put into our body as fuel, or maybe we don't exercise. So we really have to take responsibility for our own health. And I believe a naturopathic um, doctor helps lead you down the path. It would take you to the path, I should say, and you have to take it the rest of the way. So they can advise you on foods to eat. But what I've come to really understand about naturopathic is this is bio-individual. Everyone has their own path. Mm -hmm. And that means physical, emotional, spiritual. You have to find your way. And a naturopath is someone you can lean on as you're taking that journey. And maybe something works for one person, but not for another. So the answer isn't um, universal, it's unique.
0: Right. And so unlike a traditional medical doctor who, if you have a malady, they say, here, take a pill. As a naturopathic doctor, you're getting to the root cause. So you're taking a more holistic approach to identifying what uh, somebody may be ailing from and then using more holistic techniques or products Um, I presume a lot of natural, obviously natural products like herbs and food to get to the root cause to help heal that individual, and also using somewhat of a spiritual um, guidance system to get to that point. Would that be a correct statement?
1: Well, food is your medicine. Um, Emotional um, stability really plays a big part of how healthy we are too. And then a spiritual practice really brings it all together. So, yes, you have to have that um, balance. How long did it take you to actually become a naturopathic doctor? Well, well, probably I would say a lifetime, and I'm still um, becoming. <laughs> um, but once I began the schooling, it was about three years. Um, I had already finished up a master's degree, so I didn't have to do a lot of earlier training. So. When I became a naturopath, it wasn't until I was in my 50s that I started studying. Um, so it took me a little while to get there. Um, I watched my mother die and my brother die and my significant other die of maladies that I didn't want to go down that same path. So really, I started this as a selfish journey so that I didn't have to suffer. I wanted to have fun until I was done, and I didn't want a lot of things getting in my way with health. So. It started in that journey, but it continues to go on. I learn something all the time, and when I became um, a a student of acupuncture, I was even starting to see how those blended, but also how they fought against one another. And and again, it was like, what works best for me? And what parts will I take from each one? Um, What is uh, the pieces that I will consume and what are the parts that I will throw away that don't work for
0: me. So Gail, you're also a gua sha practitioner. Can you tell us a little bit about what that means and the principles behind that practice?
1: Well, it kind of goes with the acupuncture. It's with traditional Chinese medicine. And in, under that umbrella, there are many different modalities. Just like there are with naturopathic um, doctors, there are many, many modalities of healing. Guasha is just one of the areas. Um, again, just totally being selfish, I wanted to work on uh, looking more youthful and, and staying young and vibrant and healthy. And a gua sha stone is something that you can use on your face and your neck to help um, make your face bring more blood flow. And so with blood flow comes more um, nutrients to the face and will make you look a little bit more youthful. A guasha is just a, um, it could be made of stone. It could be made of um, wood. It could even be made of a, um, an antler from an animal. And, and you use it to um, move energy in this under the skin um, and bring blood flow. And so sometimes it's used for sore muscles. It can be used for many things. Um, another branch of that is twina, which is the original form of massage. And so there are pressure points and things that you push and pull. Um, massage kind of came. Well, it did come from twina, and so. Um, it's just very old, old medicine that happened, you know, 5,000 years ago. And I still really believe in using that type of thing.
0: And is that something you can do? Can you do gua sha on yourself? Or is it uh, done by a practitioner or a massage therapist? You can have someone do it for you. And it's
1: really nice. That's like having a massage, you know, you Really like to have somebody do it for you, but you can do it yourself too. I use a guasha in the shower in the morning and just you know get some blood flow going. Um, I think that women that are so beautiful in um, Asian countries, they use guasha all the time. Uh, they keep that blood flow to their skin. So bringing it over here to the United States, it will help us look as pretty as. Them.
0: So Gail, you're an advocate for women's wisdom. What exactly does this mean, and how can we use this principle uh, in our day-to-day lives?
1: Well, it's taken me a long time to get to a place where I feel like I have wisdom. Unfortunately, you have to get older to have it. (laughs) I would have loved to have had this wisdom when I was younger. Um, Wisdom means that, to me, is that you can take a look at an event and find some um, humor in it or some something that can make you giggle about it, um, things will still continue to hurt us, but I don't um, want to dwell on the hurt. I want to dwell on the lesson that I got from it or how ironic it was, the path, and I see the patterns in my life so that I can see um, what I learned or can take away from it and how can I grow from it, and that took me a while to get there. It's also helping me to not settle for those things um, that are less than what I want. Um, When I was younger, I was desperate to have um, connections and relationships outside of myself it was kind of like looking for a healing outside of myself when I went to doctors and said heal me fix me and so I think woman's wisdom is about looking inside yourself and even though there's still events that come along and hurt you there's still things that happen that disappoint you um, and make you wish it was different I think wisdom helps you feel better about yourself and, and keep your heart more protected and safe from those hurts because you realize that we're all just people and we,
0: and we all make mistakes and, and so doing true. the best we can. <laughs> Absolutely. That's so true. And I always look back and think if I could just tell my younger self what I know now. And I find myself trying to impart that wisdom to women who are younger than me. And then I realize they have got to go through it themselves, and they've got to find it within themselves. You can tell somebody your own experience and, and parlay that information that you've gone through, but until somebody is ready or receptive to receive that message or they go through it themselves. But I think that's a really um, strong point because as we age, we reflect. and that reflection we need to keep that in a safe space we need to not beat ourselves up for the things that we did poorly or that we didn't do when we were younger and just today is a new day and every day we're gonna you know try to better ourselves with the wisdom that we've acquired along the way
1: yes it's it's again bio individual and you hit a great point you know I, I want everybody to not get hurt along the path you know please take my wisdom, take my advice. Mm -hmm. And it is a journey for all of us to take. It's very personal. It's very private. Mm -hmm. And, and that's where I think all the wisdom comes in is that even though you would like to have lots of partners and friends
0: to take you on that journey, it's really something you have to do by yourself. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Gail. This has been such a pleasure talking with you and Um, learning about your background and this amazing skill set that you've acquired over the years. I really appreciate your time. But before we leave everybody, Gail is going to read um, some words of wisdom from Jerry and Esther Hicks, uh, AKA Abraham. Uh, Gail, whenever you're ready.
1: So this piece is from the book, uh, Ask and It Is Given. And I'm on page 133 if you want to take a look at it. And it says, have you put a happy face on it? And so it kind of goes with what we're talking about on wisdom. When you remember an incident from the past, you are focusing energy. And when you are imagining something that may occur in the future, You're focusing energy. And of course, when you're observing something that's going on right here and now, you are focusing your energy. It makes no difference whether you're focusing on the past, the present, or the future. You are focusing energy. And your point of attention or focus is causing you to offer a vibration that is your point of attraction. So for me, the lesson here is I want to focus my energy in a way that attracts really wonderful things that come into my life. And I hope that you can too.
0: Thanks so much, Gail. And thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Have a wonderful day.